Today, I'm happy to report great news. The Compton Community Garden has been saved thanks to the valiant efforts of Dr. Sheridan Ross, Cordon Bleu Chef Timu, and their entire team at Compton Community Gardens coming together to figure out how to save this lot that was going to be sold for $600,000. Now, Compton is not exactly known for organic food or fresh produce, and certainly not for a sanctuary where you can dig your hands in the dirt while listening to some pretty nice music. But the tricks that they use to create this in their community can be used in your own garden, in your kid's school, or you could even reach out to a neighboring community, especially if it's a food desert, to help them start setting up these health options, regenerative gardening options, things that are gonna help all of us because of the pollinators, the planet, the carb. Did you know that soil is one of the biggest ways, biggest solutions for carbon sequestration? So tune in, get some master gardening tips from Dr. Sheridan Ross and we'll get started momentarily. Okay, so thank you for joining us today and congratulations. I'm sure it's quite a relief to save the garden, huh? Yes, it is. Yeah, uh, we worked really hard and everything and a lot of the young folks came together and um, uh, we raised the money in 12 days to actually purchase the garden. So um, the garden is gonna be there for perpetuity now. Oh my goodness. Did you have to spend retail? Did you have to pay the top dog price that they were asking for or? Uh, yes, we did. Um, but uh, the good thing is, is that um, the uh, original owner was already in escrow with someone else and he agreed to come out of that escrow and, um, and uh, actually to sell it to us once we got the money that we needed. Wow. Well, that's great. Now, how is it going to be in perpetuity? Did you set up some sort of trust or nonprofit or how's that set up? Um, the garden itself is gonna be a nonprofit, but we also got with um, LA Neighborhood Land Trust. Uh -huh. And so um, they're, gonna, they're gonna be the shepherds of the land from now on. How wonderful that you look yes. like you have uh -huh. a big smile there. Oh, yes, I do. Uh-huh. Wow. So did you use GoFundMe? How did you manage to raise that kind of money in such a short period of time? Did you have some big donors? Even if they're anonymous, did you have some of your, certainly have a few famous people that came out of your town? Uh, we had um, we had some big donors from, um, from a lot of places. Um, we, we had donors from as far away as Florida that contribute to the GoFundMe. And so um, they put up um, they put up good sum, sums of money, and and so um, we raised um, close to five hundred thousand dollars in twelve days. Wow, that yes. is that's impressive. That is very impressive. All right, so tell us why you feel the garden is so important for the Compton community. Um, for the first thing is that the area that we're in is is a, a severe food desert. Yeah. Um, the only store that was in the general area um, closed down about two years ago. And so now the people in that general area, the only way that they get fresh vegetables is through a, some of the smaller um, liquor stores or the 99 cent store. Those are the only stores that are in the area. 
Wow. And it used to be an agricultural mecca, right? Are you able to inspire people to maybe take out some of the grass in their yard and grow veg instead? Yes. Um, yeah. One of the things that, that we've been doing is that um, I just finished my, I do a class series twice a year and I've just finished it last week. And, and so we've, we've had a lot of good people that have come through and have started um, gardens in their own backyards and, and some in their front yards. Um, this coming Monday, I'm, I'm actually doing um, a house where I'm actually taking out the entire front yard and we're, we're planting it in the native plants. Wow, what a blessing. Now, can anybody come to Compton Community Garden and participate in your classes? Yes, the classes are free and they're, they're given twice a year. And it's usually on six consecutive Saturdays. And what I do is I go all the way from uh, from knowing what type of soil you get all the way to getting the most nutritional value for your food. And they're always free and um, anybody can come, okay. even children. Even children. So ComptonCommunityGarden.com, right? To That's correct, yes. Uh -huh. All right, and we'll be sure to put all the links in here for people to find it. Mm -hmm. um, I also wanna, you know, you're bringing up kids. So you actually set up a few school gardens as well. And I know this isn't easy, but for others, mm -hmm. what do you suggest? I mean, I, I, I would assume it's worth it that the kids don't have those heat and reserve that they actually could start learning how to cook their own food or even make mm -hmm. salads and what, can you tell us a little bit more about that experience for the kids? Yeah, working in the schools, starting in the elementary schools, especially with kids and everything, uh, one thing that you learn is that once kids start planting things and they see plants coming up, um, they, will eat, they will eat whatever they see. And, and, and that's a good thing. Um, getting in schools is, is, is it's kind of um, an involved method of doing things because a lot of the school districts are, are really not that interested in, in the extracurricular activities. But the ones that are, that are um, all they need is, a, is a, a willing teacher that's going to shepherd the program. And then what I do is I come in and I provide um, lesson plans. I provide um, just general information for the kids so to actually learn how to grow um, the vegetables and everything. Um, then at the at the end of the school year, what we do with the with all of the kids is that um, the kids make a cookbook and then um, we send it home with the kids. Oh, how fun! You and you know you yes. have great stories about kids that are cooking for their parents or or you know mm -hmm. turning up their shirt with as many you know peas as they yes. can possibly mm -hmm. find. This is far cry from what everybody always says. I'm trying to feed my kid veg, right? They they learned a lot. Oh, that's true. Yes. Um, a lot of the kids, uh, especially when you go to a garden and you start feeding the kids the vegetables and everything, um, it's a lot different than, than the stuff that you get in the store because all the vegetables that you come that come out of the ground all have natural sugar, so they're naturally sweet, even things such as onions. Yeah. Um, we do a test. We do a test at, um, at the the garden class and what we do is that we'll blindfold a, a couple of adults and uh, we'll cut up an onion and we'll give them an onion and then we'll give them an apple and you can't tell the difference. Wow. 
<laughs> wow, that's pretty amazing. Um, you know, what I was also impressed is that you guys have gleaning beds and that you have been very active for helping to get food to, you know, people that really need it. You want to tell us a little bit more about that and who runs the gleaning beds, who takes the responsibility for them and how do you actually, how do you figure out who needs the food and how do you get it to them? Uh, one of the things that we do is that um, even if we don't rent out all the beds, we plant all of the beds um, every season. And uh, the gleaming beds are the beds that we use for a lot of the seniors and, and the, the senior facilities. Um, we have um, we have people that, that stop by who, who need food and everything because they don't have food. They may be homeless or things like that. And what we do is that we use a lot of the, the high school kids. Um, the high school kids come by and, and they will help us take care of the gleaming beds. Um, they will help us uh, with, with the distribution of the foods and everything. Um, they will tell us a lot of the times that, you know what, some of the families on my street don't have food and everything. So I can, can I come by and get food and everything? So that's how we distribute the food out. Wow. And do they get credit for coming by and helping out? Can they get a high school credit for that? Um, most of them don't. Most of them just do it uh, as just part of our program. Yeah. We have a program where, where we actually, um, starting in July, we'll actually um, teach the kids not only agricultural science, we'll teach them construction skills, we'll teach them ideograms, we'll teach them cooking skills. Mm -hmm. And then and that goes on through all of July. And, um, and what we do is that we also um, work with with different organizations so that we actually pay the kids a living wage during that entire month. Wow, a living wage. Yes. It's in California. Yes. Definitely not minimum wage. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. And it's 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 yeah it's to encourage the kids. Um, you know, we get and we teach them banking skills and all of that and everything. Um, some kids. Um, are not going to college so some kids want to be entrepreneurs and so what we do is that we teach teach those kids also you know what we're going to teach you how to be on the other side you you've been a consumer all your life so let us teach you how to be the entrepreneur um selling your vegetables to not only restaurants and things like that but you know what once you, we teach you how to do that let's teach you how to have a bank account let's teach you how to be responsible for money and all of that stuff and so that's part of our program wow well, it sounds like you have really added a lot of depth and breadth from the first seed that was planted, huh? Yes, it is. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, I want to ask you, where can people find out good resources for master gardening tips, like books or classes? Um, I mean, you know, let's say they live in Florida and they're really a fan of your work. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're, you know, the tips that I've come by and heard from you were priceless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, a lot of it, uh, a lot of it, um, they can either email me directly. Um, one of the things that I encourage a lot of people to do, especially if they're they're out of the state of California, is to go with their with their universities, their agricultural universities that that's in their cities or their states. Um, they will have a lot of resources and things that are available for them, um, so that they can um, they can either start their own community garden. Or they can, if they they're on their own doing it at their house and everything, they have a, they have a whole network of things which are available for people who want to do to gardening and stuff at their house and and all of that. And so, yeah. uh, universities are are a good source of of 
information. You know, I, I worry a little bit though, because at your garden, everything is organic. You have, wa you know, good water retention. Um, so, you know, the kids are able to eat the veg right off the plant. There's no pesticides on it, etc. So what about people that are specifically interested in organic farming? Yeah, organic farming, um, I would say, look in your community. There, there are probably a lot of people that are doing organic farming. Um, look for um, farms that are that are not corporate-owned phone farms, but are but are run by like small mom and pop organizations. Yeah. And um, and most of those are are the ones that are still doing organic farming and everything. And, and so they will be a godsend of, of information for you. Yeah, and you found that um you know you i mean you've been very pleased with the results from your organic gardening right you have prolific gardens you've learned how to use uh companion plants to control pests yes um our gardens we have 63 garden beds and we make and, and we produce enough vegetables every uh two weeks to fill a grocery store oh my god so it's a it's a lot of uh, yes and and so just learning, learning how to plant, learning when to plant, and learn, learning how to um, how to grow and, and let plants grow and everything is, is the main thing. Yeah. Um, you'd be very surprised how many plants you can get. And our garden beds are are four feet by eight feet. Yeah. And if if planted correctly, that should be enough to feed a family of four for an entire year. Wow. That's impressive. And you guys still charging $50 every six months? Yes, best? we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's $50 for every six months or $100 per year. And um, and so um, we do have a few garden beds which are available. Um, we're going to be changing the, the, the garden beds in the back because what we're going to be doing is that we're going to have those available for kids who want to be entrepreneurs. And we're going to teach them um, how to be entrepreneurs, growing for the food to table industry for restaurants and everything. Wow. Well, this is very exciting. I'll be sure to come by and visit next time I'm in California. Do you have any last okay. words of wisdom that you want to share with everybody? Um, one thing which I want to tell everybody is that um, grass is okay, but grass can't feed you. Um, get a small space at your house, uh, wherever you are, and, and grow vegetables, teach your kids how to grow vegetables so that they know where vegetables and stuff come from. Um, there's a myriad of vegetables that are out there. Um, increase your palate by, by growing things that, that you may not have had before so that you, you can understand the different tastes and things that are out there. And that's one of the things I'd encourage in my classes and everything. And um, you'll be surprised how, how much and how uh, how wide the variety of vegetables and stuff that are out there, and 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 it will give you satisfaction once you start doing that. Yeah, I think that's an important thing, and also, you know, with mm -hmm. um, y there's water crisis in a lot of states, right? And grass is a it's, pretty mm -hmm. big guzzler of water, isn't it? I would assume that you could save a lot of water by taking out your grass and putting in a few. Zero, you know, xeriscaping, native plants, et cetera, but maybe even some garden beds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The average lawn takes up about 63% of your water budget for your house. Oh, my God. Just think about that. Yeah. 
63% because so that means all your showering, all your laundry, etc. Your lawn is sucking up my, way more than that. Correctly, yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, that could be a pretty good saving for homeowners. Thank you so oh, much yes. uh -huh. for joining us and sharing your wisdom and congratulations. I'm so excited for you. I'll definitely be out to see you hopefully in the fall. All right. Thank you very much yourself. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.